You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Most everyone loves a comeback story. You can count us in on that most everyone crowd. And for any number of reasons, if you've run any length of time, you'll probably have a few comeback stories of your own, whether it's from injury, pregnancy, being out, whatever, right? Our next guest on the Running Around Charlotte podcast is a testament to that. Siobhan Havlick is a 2023 Navant Health Charlotte Marathon ambassador and has a few comeback stories of her own, bouncing back from not one, not two, but three pregnancies. Siobhan, welcome to the Running Around Charlotte podcast. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share a little bit about my journey. Well, Let's just jump right in then. Go button. Um, let's start with the kids. How old are the kids? I have three kids. I have um, a nine-year-old girl, five-year-old girl, and a one-and-a-half-year-old boy. So three kids, and we space them out specifically because of the pregnancies that I do have, um, type of pregnancies that I have. All right. Well, uh, which can't, mean, which can't mean they're joyous <laughs> and easy. <laughs> Doesn't sound fun. Let's, uh, let's unpack. That. Um, so I um, have always been a runner. First of all, um, started in high school and have ran in college. When I got to college, I kind of wanted something um, to push me a little more. So I started doing marathons. So I've done about close to 20 marathons Um And fast forward a few years when I started trying for my first child, um, I figured that I would run through my pregnancies. I was excited to kind of be that runner that was going to run races pregnant. Um, And so we did end up getting pregnant. And um, shortly after, I started getting the normal morning sickness, um, the vomiting and um, I was a teacher. So I would go to school every day, but I was getting sick multiple times a day while I was teaching. And I figured it was normal because everyone said that's what happens when you're pregnant. Um, And then it very quickly turned into, um, I was out of the first trimester and I was still vomiting and the doctors still were saying this is normal. I was losing weight. I had to stop running and pretty much everything that was, that was part of my daily routine, I couldn't do. So like driving made me vomit, um, showering made me vomit, um, walking in the house made me vomit. If I moved any, if I just moved my body, I would vomit. And so they ended up doing some blood work and I was severely dehydrated. And I ended up in the hospital for um, almost a week and a half. And that's when they diagnosed me. I was probably um, 
close to um, beginning of second trimester, they diagnosed me with hyperemesis gravidarum, which um, most people now know of because of Princess Kate. She um, has had that in her pregnancies. And it's basically a severe, severe, severe morning sickness. And it's not really morning sickness. It lasts um, usually whole pregnancy. You lose um, 15 to 20% of your body weight. And you, um, a lot of women end up having to be on home health care through their pregnancies. So I ended up having to quit my job teaching that year. Um, and I was home on bed rest pretty much until I delivered. I had a portable IV that was in my leg. My husband had to stick me every few days and we had to switch the IV. Holy uh, the cow. IV it had medicine, Zofran, which helped control. Some, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There might oh. be some pleasure in that. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Guess absolutely what? I'm terrible. Stick you with a needle. So you're so uh, this lasted the entirety of the pregnancy, and for two others is what I'm hearing, right? Yeah. So oh for gosh. my first pregnancy, it lasted till the end. It it did slow down, um, like the last month or so. But obviously, I was not able to run at all. Um, so you go from running 40 to 50 miles a week mm -hmm. to zero. I mean, literally my, all my muscle was gone. Um, and I was skin and bones besides a belly, which the baby usually gets all the nutrients. Mm -hmm. They're usually completely healthy. It's just the mother that is very, very sick. Mm -hmm. Um, and it usually happens with every pregnancy. So if you have it for one, you most likely will get it again. So basically Boy. what you're signing up for when you get pregnant is nine months of not so much fun. Nine months of, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is terrible. not fun. And you go from being, you know, you're pretty isolated because also along with that, um, one of my symptoms, which is very common with people with hyperemesis, is um, being around other people, the smell of another person makes you sick. And so <laughs> you could not be around well, anyone. So that's oh difficult. You're super gosh. isolated. So how in the world, before we get back to the running pieces, how in the world did you manage that for the entirety of a pregnancy? And I know you didn't do it by yourself, but how and who and, oh, my gosh, other than your husband sticking you with Zofran on the reg, how in the world did you do that? So I, you know, my first pregnancy, I didn't have other children, so mm -hmm. it was easier yeah, to, fair point. you know, my husband could go to work and I just stayed at home and all day until he came back. Um, when I had, you know, my when I was pregnant with the second, that was a bit more difficult because I did have to have my mother-in-law helping out and um, we had to have like cleaning people and just, we always, we had to find babysitters. And so a lot of people had to help because I couldn't be mom um, to my other child. Then uh, I couldn't drive to appointments to the doctor's appointments that I had. So it was super oh, difficult. Boy. Wow. Um, 
you must have really wanted to have kids to do that three times. Well, runners, I mean, are very resilient and they're very, I think, determined. And so for me, it was, this is something that I always wanted. And so I knew that I could get to the finish line. Yeah, but and that's why I did like, it. My husband, on the other hand, did not want any more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let's go. Oh my gosh, no. I mean, he does not did not understand why anyone would put themselves through that. If if you're a runner, though, I mean, even if you're running a marathon, the the finish line's a couple hours away. So I can manage, I can compartmentalize for a couple hours, but Uh compartmentalizing that for eight or nine months is quite another story. So that it's incredible. There, yeah, there was like a lot of depression and uh, you know anxiety, and but I think for me. I knew that at the end of this nine months, obviously you get, you're a hundred percent better. So for me, once I delivered, I was back to myself. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of what helped me get there. Oh um, well, and the reward of having a, growing your family and having more kids is, is a wonderful reward. I, I guess I got to ask you the personal question. Like, are you done? Or you, your youngest <laughs> one is a year and a half. So, I mean, you got another two three and a half to three years before you gosh. have another decision to make, right? Oh, man. So my husband got a vasectomy <laughs> a month after the baby was born. <laughs> I think he would have done it while I was pregnant, but yeah. he, I made him wait. Oh um, my! Crazy God. enough, though, I I would go for another, but oh my he gosh. done it, and it's hard for you know my kids had to see me get you know very very sick, so for them, you know, it's also not not a good thing for them to see their mom. You know, I'm not a parent for I'm not there for nine months, so oh, they wow. lose a mom yeah. for that amount of time. Yeah. So, but it's been basically, I went from running 40 to 50 miles a week to nothing. And I, it's humbling to have to start over, to start over and start from zero yeah. well, and work let, your way back. Let And let's, let's talk about this. So this, <laughs> it's like, let's talk about this, this comeback that you mounted three times so by the third time i would assume you were pretty dang good at it how did you do it because like you said you're starting from zero nine months off is a long time to be off how did you do it how did you find the physical strength more importantly how did you find the mental strength and of course the question that i always have for people that have kids is how did you find the freaking time? Because if you got kids, you know what a time suck kids are. So how are you finding that, again, the physical strength, the mental strength, and then the time to do this? So time is, my husband knows that he has to give me my time to run. So if it's early morning, I'll go whenever I get a free free chance. Uh, usually it's mm-hmm. like five or six in the morning, but yeah. he, he knows that I, that is my time. I do not do this, the jogger, the running stroller. I've done it a few times. I hate it. It's my time. <laughs> Understood. So, um, I mean, I will pay somebody to watch my kids so I can run. Yeah, been there, done that. Yeah. Um, but I think that again, like it's that 
runners are determined and you know if you put in the time and the effort you'll get back there it's it's super humbling to start you know at zero so i would go out and run a mile and you know do that every day until i could build my mileage back up um and you know i did chicago last fall so i was training you know while the baby was still pretty young um, Sorry, because that baby's and, a year and a half, right? Mm-hmm, so you, yeah. so in, I stink at math, so and I have to have a piece of paper, but I'm going to let you help me work this out. So you went from nine months of nothing, having this third baby, and then within 10 months of that, you ran the marathon? Yes. She says nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah. Why? And that which but. is which is testament to why you don't mess with anybody's mom. Because <laughs> so just, just as a matter of course, you don't mess with somebody's mom. So how did because ten months to a marathon is a tall order for a regular person. Ten months from literally being zero for nine months. That is a huge, huge thing. So walk us through that. Did you did you have a program? Did you have a coach? Were you working with a nutrition? What did you, what kind of voodoo did you do to get there? So I don't usually use a coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I this time I did actually one of the Charlotte ambassadors, um, Becca L. Jundi. She right on. is a mom and yeah. she I kind of asked her to help me write me a plan to get me to the Chicago finish line. And she's another amazing runner because she ran Chicago at like 20 something weeks pregnant in hours. So she's another crazy one. But um, I think women mom runners are have kind of like a superhero strength about them. You know, there are some fast moms out there, but I it's just that dedication I know that I want to get back into the shape I was before getting pregnant. And so I'm not going to let, you know, being pregnant slow that down. So it was just a lot of dedication. God, that's amazing. Now, it, now is that dedication and is that relationship that, that you have with Becca, at, who's a uh, one Health Charlotte Marathon ambassador, is that what, or part of what made you decide you wanted to be an ambassador for the program as well? Yeah. I mean, we've been, we run together a lot. So she, you know, did kind of say, Hey, you should jump on board. So she was a big influence on that. That's (laughs) great. (laughs) Seriously. So it's like, I can imagine. So what's your excuse? Yeah, oh, that's not really good enough. It's like yeah. I'm trying to think of one that could top. <laughs> well, I was out for nine months with. A, oh, were you really? I've got a plan for that. Yeah. Wow, it's got to be really inspirational, right? Runners, like for me, when I was, you know, in the bed and on the couch for nine months yeah. straight, sick, seeing my running, seeing the running community doing Boston, doing oh, yeah. marathon, I'm literally wasting away on the couch. Um, kind of fires that motivation in me to as soon as I have this baby I'm going to get back out there and I want to run with you know because for a long time I 
lost my speed. I wasn't fast enough to run with, you know, I didn't even have the endurance to run with a lot of the friends that I normally do. So it was kind of like, I want to get back to that space so I can get out there and, and run with the people that I enjoy running with. Cause running is a community sport and, Damn. you know, a group, it's a big motivation to get better. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just, That's, I'm just sitting here thinking about that going like, okay, I get just crabby as all get out. If I have to go like a few days <laughs> and yeah. my Kathy will be like, go for probably a run. need to go for a run or something like that. Right. Yep. Get on the bike or whatever. I can't imagine what kind of horrible. So, <laughs> so for somebody who is, who's been out for a while, whether it's a couple of weeks, couple of months, what what would your advice to them be to kind of get back on the horse and start training again on the horse? I think you just got to commit to that to that first day. Um, tomorrow I'm gonna, you know, because we're all gonna have setbacks and injuries. And actually, after running Chicago, I developed some IT band issues and was pretty much out for the next few months. I'm just now starting to get back into regular running schedule again. So it's kind of, you have to focus on getting better, whatever you're going through, put the time in, um, don't rush it. And when you are able, you have to take it slow and build back up. I mean, you're going to get there. It's not going to be quick though. I mean, I wanted to, after I had my baby, I wanted to start running and do races right away and it's just yeah. not going to happen that way without getting mm -hmm. injured. So I think that's being realistic and just, you know, focusing on those small goals, like a mile for, you know, a mile a day or yeah, a small race. Yeah, it is. Is one of those things where it's like, okay, eyes on the prize. It's not tomorrow. It is long-term. So that's, that's, I yeah. think that's tough for a lot of people. I, I, I like what you said too. Set a, set a goal, like enter a race. Right. And so then right. if, if you, even if it's just a, a 5k and I don't mean that like just a 5k, uh, but like start with a 5k, I'm going to enter a 5k six weeks from now. I'm going to train. I'm not going to set high expectations for a great time or anything, but because I've signed up for that, I have to be in somewhat shape so there you go there's your motivation to start training even if it's a mile and, or, or I, I, right. I like the time base like I, I i like 30 minutes like go for a yes. run walk for 30 minutes go out 15 come back 15 next day go out 15 come back you know it, that way it's not a defined distance and you know over time your out and back will get longer and longer as you're able to run more versus walk and your right. pace will get faster too there you go. I mean, it was hard to look at, to see my paces when I first started, um, yeah. you know, and I'm seeing paces that my watch never usually sees. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll bet. I'm never going to get out of these paces. Like, you know, it seems so distant, but you put in the, the time and it, it happens. Good for you. So well, that's great. So that being said, you're recovering from an IT uh, concern. And what is next on your list of things to do here? Before, of course, so, you get to Charlotte. <laughs> I'm definitely running a fall marathon. Um, 
I did end up qualifying for Boston at Chicago, so that's on the to hold, Okay, me. hold on. Hold on a dang second. You were the biggest sandbagger in the world. So 10 months, 10 months after you have this kid, after sitting on the couch and in the bed for nine months and change, whatever it is, and then 10 months later, you're running a marathon and you're qualifying for Boston. <laughs> Piece are, of cake. Are, I mean, it's, that's that easy compared to the last nine months, oh all right? Okay. Leave her okay. alone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good for you. That is exciting. Good for you. So, so Boston's on next spring. Next spring. Um, I'm thinking maybe Richmond this fall, the Richmond Marathon. Um, haven't committed 100% yet, but. Good for you. Well, that's great. Wow. Uh, you are just and, a comeback story, sis. Wow. <laughs> holy cow. So I think it was just, you know, also, you know, one thing that's super hard is, you know, knowing that I'll never be that runner that got to run pregnant and kind of <laughs> realizing that was not meant to be for me. Um, but, but you I'm are, but you are an example and uh, uh, and motivation for folks in many other ways. So <laughs> I think I think you got that box check, friend. I think you got that box yeah. check. Good for you. Thank All right, you. Siobhan. We are looking forward to Thank seeing you, you for out your time. there. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for being a 2023 Novon House Charlotte ambassador too. Thanks. You guys have a good day. All right, Siobhan. <laughs> right. Bye bye. Appreciate. It. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.